Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are the Family Podcast for Adults. And people with groin gashes. That's That was last episode. I'm going to call you gasoline. Nice. I like it. Like it. This episode number 680, Frustrations. Is that you you're referring to? I'm actually... With the uh, anticipation uh, that you're not going to get any tonight? Yeah, you see, you keep saying that, but I don't think it's true. Hmm. I think I, I think I'm going to be able to talk you into it. You got, you got other regions that aren't affected, so it's going to be all right. Uh, <laughs> relax. Those are closed for the season. I'm just saying relax. That's all I'm saying. They want to call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. rwtyshow at gmail.com. Derek, you will not regret a trip to the Brazilian Steakhouse. You won't. It's delicious. Pure deliciousness. I recommend going on a night that's not going to be. I don't recommend a weekend. I get a weeknight. A Wednesday would probably be a good night, don't you think? Uh, yeah. Depends on which one. Whatever you do, don't go in the daytime. These no, Brazilian steakhouses will, will lure you in with the promises of a cheap lunch. And it's not cheap. It's like 25 bucks for lunch but you'll get there and discover there's no filet on the menu <laughs> there's a few other things you're not getting so you know it's not it's not the full experience speaking of delicious foods i have a tiramisu in the refrigerator right mm-hmm. now thanks to my valiant efforts assisted by thing too i don't think that's how she thinks it went down but that's kind of what no. happened i think i think she was painfully aware of it at the end but I don't think that's how she intended it to be. She always starts off these plans that she's going to make stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And she never really looks at the ingredient list before she, she starts. She <laughs> really? She says she does. She says she does. So the list of things she needed for this were really pretty simple. Mm-hmm. According to her, she needed uh, one cup of heavy whipping cream. Mm-hmm. And some, what's that cheese? Mascarpone. Some mascarpone cheese. That's all she needed. Right? What she actually needed, had she bothered to read the recipe, was four cups of heavy whipping cream, mm-hmm. mascarpone cheese, bittersweet chocolate, and some other shit we did not have. <laughs> well, we have it now. Yeah, because I got home and she was like, well, I don't have this and then this and this. And I had to go back to the goddamn store. Now, nobody believed I was going to be actually able to find the mascarpone cheese, but it did, didn't I? You did. I was kind of impressed. And then I made the mistake of tasting it all by itself. Blech. Well, here's one of the things that confused me. I'm a big me. cheese head. And yuck. Yeah. Mascarpone cheese is one of the primary ingredients of tiramisu. I would say it's one. Of, it's probably the single. I had no idea. But I'm just saying, you know, once you know that that's probably the single biggest ingredient, you would assume it doesn't have expectations? taste. It doesn't taste like mm-hmm. asshole. But you, the face you made was like you'd put your tongue directly into an old man's butthole. That's the face you made. It was not good. Didn't taste like any cheese I'd ever tasted before. I won't be eating <laughs> it like that again. But everything, I mean, I don't know what the, the proper way to consume it is either. Well, apparently the proper way to consume it is to mix it with some heavy cream and some sugar. Yeah, exactly. And some coffee <laughs> and, and some chocolate. Coffee, right. And then, oh, look at that. It's tasty now. 
I really think it exists only to give body to other things. It it's possible. Like I said, I don't know what the proper way for eating it is. We did discover though that making lady fingers probably not worth it when vanilla wafers <laughs> taste pretty much exactly the same. Yes. Thing two made her own lady fingers from scratch, right? Mm-hmm. Which was a very time consuming task. And then at the end, she had some cream left over after she made the tiramisu. And I said, hey, Kim, do we have any flavors? And I made my own ghetto tiramisu with some leftover cream and vanilla wafers, and I think mine's going to be better. Aww, poor baby. <laughs> she doesn't like that when you point that out, by the way. I don't care. But I'm sure she'll eat it. Lessons learned, right? You know now. That's that okay. You- she keeps trying, and she tries new things, well, and most of the time they are pretty delightful. And I said, well, they're delightful, but they often have a dark side. Right? She made a kick-ass real cheesecake. A baked cheesecake, right? It was beautiful. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. Except for about every tenth bite had a piece of crust that tasted like wallpaper glue. (laughs) Because a little bit of water got in underneath it when it was being cooked in the water bath. And that bite would be enough to make you just push the pie away. Poor baby. Which which sucks because it was delicious. But there was one bite in every piece and you would hit that bite and go, okay, I'm done. That tasted like asshole disgusting it was gross and it's frustrating because we tell her all the time you can avoid these mistakes read the goddamn instructions and then read them again and then read them a third time until you know I what think the steps her are. excitement gets in the way of yes. her reading comprehension yes i mean and this kid will read an 800 page book in a day she, she read the fair of kings in a day it's a giant fucking book and she read it in a in a day she read it now and i told her tonight i said look I understand you want to cook. Have you ever thought about maybe going out online and looking for some cooking lessons that step you through things you need to know, right? So you make recipes in ascending order of difficulty because she constantly jumps into the deep end and then has mm-hmm. no idea how to do stuff. Yeah. Well, she did okay. We'll, we'll see. I plan on eating some of it later. Yeah, it's it's okay. What? Maybe thing three can serenade us a little bit while we're enjoying the tournament. I'm going to throw that fucking piano out of the house. I'm going to throw it into the fucking pool while everybody's asleep. We talked a little bit about it. Thing three had a friend come over and stay for an inordinate amount of time, twice as long as she was supposed to fucking be here. During which time she taught thing three just enough piano to be exceptionally goddamn annoying. The funny thing is that thing has been sitting there for several years. And I can tinker around on it and I play by ear. And I tried to teach people how to play little okay. silly songs or how to listen yes. to it to figure but it out. I've, I've told you this before because you used to do this to me. You have the gift of being able to play by ear, right? Mm-hmm. Most people do not. So when you say things like just listen to the song and then play it, most of us look at you and go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> because you can do it, but not everybody can. So while it seems very simple to you, for the rest of us, it's a mind-bogglingly, mind-boggling feat. Okay, so her friend takes little pieces of tape and properly labels each key and then takes a little piece of paper and writes down the key sequence so thing three can play. So she knows how to play Mary Had a Little Lamb and some Asian sound and tune yeah and that's it the hong kong that is it that's it over (laughs) and fucking over again now 
Thing three hmm. has the best singing voice of anybody in our family, I think. Except for you, Kim. You have the voice of an angel. But when it comes to playing an instrument, she lacks she lacks discipline for one thing. She will not practice, right? Her right. trumpet, she won't practice it at all. Mm-hmm. She also does not understand the importance of keeping time, the tapping of the foot, counting a rhythm, right? right? So when yeah. she plays the piano, it, it sounds like the wailing of the damned. Because you can kind of recognize the song, but because some notes that should be quarter notes are actually whole notes, and some notes that should be eighth notes are actually 32nd notes, it's all over the place. It's just, it's just like, it's like somebody with their hand on the speed up, slow down dial is going. No, I'm just like, think about the song. Think about how you're singing it in your head and the notes should correspond to that. Nope. Didn't like that. It's because most of us can't hear the notes like you do. You can still hear the song no, in your head. It's, it's not the same. Baloney. Okay, let me give you an example. When you think of Jingle Bells or Mary Had a Little Lamb, you know how it's supposed to sound. Okay, and I'm going to tell you something, and I want you to go ahead and laugh at me if it helps you get it out. Do you know when we're listening to the song when it, that we were watching Minute to Win It, and they had to do the thing where they had to arrange glasses in the order right. to play a row, song? Row, row, your boat. Right, mm-hmm. you have to, glasses you tap and go mm-hmm. ding, 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 right? Now, I cannot listen to two notes that are close together and tell whether or not one is higher or lower. Really? No, I can't. So mm. mock me if you will, but I can't. I can't tell you if you played two notes that were within, say, three steps on the scale of each other, right? Mm. Like if you played an A and you played a C, for example, I would have a difficult time telling you which of those notes was higher. It's weird because I, when I think about the songs or whatever, I I can yes, visually I see You're their position. That's true. You know, when I sit down to play the video game, I can remember where all seventy five of those buttons go and what they do. We all, all got right. our, We all got our talents, but you always have to remember not everybody has the same talents that you do. <laughs> okay, and so I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that neither of us has the talent for teaching math. I don't care what grade math it is. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I, I, I do have the talent to teach math. I do. I, and I have taught math to her. She won't learn. It's not, it's not a, a difficulty in teaching. It's that she's a hard-headed little shit when she wants to be. Now, if you want to know what math is like in my house when I'm teaching her math, watch the episode of the middle from like a week ago. Where the dad is teaching the daughter math and she's sitting there crying. Week, right? Well, it was last week. When they, by the time they hear the show, it's yeah, last week. True. They're sitting there at the table. The daughter is crying and the dad's saying, just write it down. Why won't you just write it down? And that's exactly what it's like. Now, do you think I'm an asshole because of my latest demand about math? No, I don't think so. I think it's kind of reasonable. I think... Now, when I was a kid, when I was in second grade, you had to know your time tables before you got out of the second grade. And by know them, I mean know them. Mm-hmm. That apparently is not true now. Well, it's not. Tr- it is true because thing, when thing one was in elementary school, she was learning them in fourth grade. Okay. And thing two, who was in first grade, learned them before she did. Okay. And 
And I mean, she knew him because she was constantly quizzing her. Okay. And thing one briefly learned them and then forgot them as soon as possible. And to make sure everybody understands what I'm saying, I'm talking about one times one is one. Two right. times Multiplication two tables. From one through nine. And then thing three also had to learn them. I think it was fourth grade. And they had to learn them all. And they got like little stickers on the board. And at okay. the end of it, everybody who could make 100 on their minute test got to have the Sunday. Remember? Yes. You had the whole thing about the, right. the Sunday party reward. Right. And she learned it for that. And then she forgot it again. Okay. But the thing is, is she knows them when she thinks about them. Okay. But here's the problem that I have. I know. You want her to be able to spit out the answer uh, well, immediately. Okay. When I was in second grade, I'll just explain how I learned it. And I'm so glad that I learned them this way because otherwise I would be an idiot right now. When I was in second grade, the teacher came in one day with a grid. One through nine across the top, one through nine down the side. And the grid was filled in with all of the multiplication facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She put it on the board. This was the first day. And she said, everything you need to know about multiplication is on this chart. At the end of the year, you're going to have to be able to fill out a chart just like this in two minutes. And if you can't, you will not go to the third grade. Now, every week, she would call somebody at fucking random every day. And she would say, go. And she would start spitting out math problems. And you had to do them all. And, it's, and if you hesitated, you had to sit down. You, you were done. No sticker for you. Like a math drill. Yes. And I mean, any hesitation, you were done. And as soon as you were able to do it once, you didn't have to do it ever again. But our kids don't. They never got that. So when they do the multiplication tables, you can see their eyes roll back in their head as they count. Or they do the multiplication in their head. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't do that. If somebody says 8 times 8, you should just know 64. You shouldn't go 8 times 8. Is, you know what I'm saying? I understand. So what did you do? So she has to be able to do that very quickly on a little app on the iPad. She has to be able to do all of her times facts or she doesn't get her phone until she can't do it. Yeah, but how long did it take her before she was reciting them pretty quickly? About an hour. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that infuriates me. She can do it. She just won't. She just has to have a little extra motivation. So I, I guess I we're just going to have to threaten to take things away. I, I just don't want the motivation to be fear. I want her to do it because she wants to do it. You know? Yeah. Kids. Okay. So I Fucking got kids. contacted by a lady the other day who also doesn't have any concept of number crunching in any this, way, shape, or form. This actually made me mad. Well, at first when I got the email, I was like, huh, that's kind of flattering, kind of interesting. I'll have to think about it. And the gal asked me if I, she has a, a kid's clothing boutique nearby, saw some of my stuff and wanted to know if I would be interested in putting some things in her boutique. And so I said, well, you know, sure. Send me some information and I'll look it over. So, of course, she's writing a boatload of information, but it basically boils down to the fact that for a mere $150 fee, rental space fee, right? I, I could have a certain amount of space in her store. Right. Which... A month. 150 really, bucks a month. It's not that big of a deal. If everybody... So it's like advertising. She's got people coming in all the time, you know, 
I'm thinking, right. well, okay. And if know, everybody had decent stuff, that's a pretty good deal because people right. would come in to see the decent stuff. Well, and she has total control over what goes in there. So if right. I have some things in there that she doesn't like, Gandhi. See, and that's kind of a problem. That's a little bit rude, but right. okay. I can kind of understand because she has to have some kind of control over what's right, in there. Right, right. Okay. Then, as her little tyrant goes a little bit further down, she explains to me that whatever profit I make from the store, she gets 60% of, I get 40%. Yeah. Now, see. <laughs> I and, can, and I'm putting out all the labor and materials. I can understand either a 60-40 split or a fee for space, but not both. Not both. Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, even say say that month I sold $600 worth of stuff. Right. I With the fees and her take on everything, I'm like bringing home nothing. Because I have right. labor costs and materials costs. Well, and the other problem involved is, and this is the real gotcha, is her income will go up proportional with yours. Right. So you never get out from underneath the thumb, right? right? You're never paid off. You're always paying rent, and then you're also always giving a gigantic cut of fucking money. And no. Right. And I'm thinking, no. okay, so I could either work for nothing or I can keep it all myself. Huh. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Well, and it's interesting because that's one of the things. Trying to tap into what I got. No that's thanks. That's one of the things that's happening in publishing right now, and I'm just interested because I'm a writer. Is that a lot of authors are finally realizing that you can put your shit on Kindle and you get to keep all the money, or a significant amount of it. You know, and you're never having to, and you have you control it. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. But yeah, I think a lot more people are gonna realize they got to get out there and do their own, do their own thing. Well, you know, go ahead and do your own thing. But if your thing is trying to ride on someone else's coattails, think about something else. Well, that's kind of my point. The day of the middleman is kind of over. You know what I mean? You can't, you're not going to get money just be, by being the guy between the creator and the audience. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen anymore. A 13-year-old Hesperia girl reported missing by her family on February 22nd apparently left to avoid being taken to Pakistan for an arranged marriage, San Bernardino County's Sheriff's Department officials said Wednesday. Detectives found Jessie Marie Bender safe and in good condition in an Apple Valley motel where she was being hidden by another family member. Jessie and her three siblings have been taken into protective custody by county social services pending the outcome of the investigation. Bender's mother had told detectives that her daughter did not want to go on a two-month family trip to Pakistan and ran away. She later told police her daughter may have been abducted by someone she had been corresponding with on Facebook, triggering a massive search for the teenager to include local law enforcement, the FBI, agents with Immigration and Customs Enforcement, the U.S. Marshals Service, and detectives from the Los Angeles Police Department and Chicago Police Department. Yeah. Instead of just telling people... What really happened? You got to drag everybody in. Well, it's kind of hard to own up to the fact that you're about to take your daughter overseas to engage in a a marriage that would be illegal here in the United States. You know what I'm saying? No. So I hope that they get slapped with some fines for wasting people's time. I'm pretty sure they're going to be charged with trafficking. With with human trafficking. I hope so. I don't think you can transport somebody overseas, even if they are your daughter. You know uh, what? In order to sell them into an arranged marriage. And good for her for having the guts to stand up to it at, at 13 i think most yeah. girls would be too scared to go against the grain of the family well i think it's interesting too because the, 
I mean, this is one of the reasons why a lot of families with arranged marriages don't like the United States. Once you get your girls over here, they start thinking for themselves. Then it gets harder and harder to marry them off to a 40-year-old man. You know? It's a little tough. Poor kid. It makes me feel sad. Well, I'm glad somebody else from her family was willing to help her, though. Me too. You know, go, come on, kid. Otherwise, you're going to end up with some kind of crazy... They don't get stuck with, like, kidnapping or anything, though. Because they were harboring... A juvenile uh, with its consent? I think you have the whole issue of child trafficking and a bunch of other crazy shit going on. I mean, this is a case, if I was a cop, I would, and I was on this case, I'd be like, ah, fuck me, I'm going to be in court till I die. You know, this is going to go on forever, because what are the rules? Are you allowed to take your kid overseas and give him away to some other dude? Are you? I don't know. I don't think so, but who knows? You know? I don't know. Hmm. If it was legal, I Cut it out. What? Huh? Cut it out. Somebody is. Maybe we'll admit her. Thing one? I don't think that many people would admit her. She's not a teenager or like a underage Well, she's being kind of a shithead. That's all I'm saying. saying. (laughs) That would be an adult and that's completely different. But don't I still have some say? I don't think so. Still lives in my house. I don't think it matters. I can still make her be nice, though, right? Well, you can, just because you're her dad, but legally, I don't think so. Am I still allowed to ground her? I don't know. It's probably a a fine (laughs) line. I think if she wanted to really push it, she wouldn't have to listen to you. Okay, but if she really pushed it, I wouldn't have to let her come home, right? Well, that's true. Okay. I don't think she's really going to push it. Well, I'm just saying. There's, and she knows that. It's, it is a weird dynamic when your kid starts getting old and it start is. thinking they're an adult. I don't like it, to be honest. Me either. I think my parents might have had the right idea to slap a plane ticket in my hand. It's like, good luck. It's hard. <laughs> Next story. Teens lie. Yes, it's they not do. not such a shocking revelation, but you may be surprised to learn just how pervasive dishonesty is among teens. Eight out of ten high school students admit they've lied to a parents about something significant, even though 92% of them believe their parents want them to do the right thing. According to a recent survey of 40,000 high school students nationwide conducted by the Josephson Institute of Ethics. That now, is kind of a shocking number. Right, but you know what was even... Something significant. What was even more shocking to me was that 90% of kids believe their parents actually do have their best interests at heart. I thought that was kind mm-hmm. of surprising. I didn't expect that number to be that high. Well, I think a lot of them know, but they don't want that it. their parents would want them to do that. But they're impulsive. No, no, no. I'm saying the kids will do what they want, and then they'll lie about it later. I'm saying nine. They kids think that ninety percent of their ninety percent of the kids think their parents are looking out for their best interests. I understand that. Well, you I, okay? I was actually also surprised it was only eighty percent. I believe that a hundred percent of teenagers lie to their I parents. No, no, about something important. There's, there's the goody two shoes that are in the groups. Come on. Well, but if you're counting teens, right, from 13 to 19, the goody doesn't say an age group. Well, but I'm saying teenagers. Eventually, the goody two shoes is a freshman in college, and they start lying then. I don't know what the age group is. That's an important. Well, they say teens. Stat. I know, but it could have been a very limited age group, 13 to 16. Possibly, but they weren't out on their own. They weren't experiencing some things i'm saying that before a child leaves their teen years all of them will lie to you about something very important i don't know what it is but they will all lie to you about something very important because that's just the way they are 
I know. It's kind of scary, though. <laughs> Is that one of those things that you wish you didn't know? Or do you think you really need to know everything? You know, I is it the ignorance is bliss kind of thing. You know, everybody's healthy, everybody's happy, everybody made it home. Well, okay, here's the thing. Maybe they did something stupid, they're never going to do it again. Do you really need to know? There's some things I have never told my mom. Oh, I've told her. Even now. I've told her. Baloney. Don't worry about it. I- I'm just saying. Would she be better off knowing? No. Okay, your mom caught you and I not actually in the act of doing it. hmm But she did catch us the morning after. Mm-hmm. Now, we were very fortunate because <laughs> somebody in your house was even more retarded than us. Yep. <laughs> and so your mom saw us and then saw something much worse and said, well, I completely forgot about that shit Kim was doing. <laughs> but <laughs> on the other hand, I think she knows. I don't think it was a surprise. I'm not just talking about that. But also, you've never done anything else oh, wrong. Come on. You're pretty sweet. I'm just saying, plenty of stuff. Think about in high school, who I was hanging out with all the time. My mom's head would have exploded. Okay, but if she had known anything, your mom knew who you were hanging out with, right? She knew who they were. I know. Okay, well, it's not a big surprise that she knew what you were doing. She did know. She she didn't. She knew you were hanging out with. Okay, let me tell you. Let me see if I can explain this. If you ever watched Justified. The family that's the bad guys on Justified right now, Meg and her kids, that's who Kim was hanging out with in high school. And that's not really an exaggeration, right? Pretty much. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Those are the kind of people Kim hung out with in high school. Your mom knew. Everybody in town knew who those people were and knew what they were up to. So when you didn't come home or you're out riding around with them and then you came home looking a little spacey, she wasn't surprised. No, I. No. You're getting the wrong idea though, because I oh. didn't smoke pot with them. Or no, anything. no, I'm not saying that either. But you were out with them doing. You were out running the wildlife with them, and it was not good for you. Yeah, I was exposed to all kinds of things that I didn't personally that's partake what, but that's in. That's what I mean. I'm not. But trying, I witnessed it. Right. I'm not trying right. to say you were a big drug head. I'm saying. After I think it's because she knew that I didn't do that, and so she kind of overlooked the circumstances. But there were some things that I saw <laughs> really shouldn't have. Yes. Anybody who hung out with those people. That was the family that I was with when I was sure I was going to be killed by drug runners. A hundred percent sure I was going to die through absolutely no fault of my own because of those people. So they know like there's now on the other hand, you have my parents who they thought I did shit that was way worse than the shit that I actually did. Like the opposite of me. Right. And so I just started doing all the shit I got accused of because mm-hmm. why not? Because you're getting in trouble anyway. And that's the, that's the thing I think parents have to be careful of. If you start pointing the finger at your kid all the time, eventually they'll just be like, okay, whatever. That's what I am and that's what I'm going to do. Right? That's true. That's true. So, But I make sure if I catch my kids in a lie, I tell them straight up. Make it as oh, uncomfortable yeah. as possible. We don't, nobody gets to walk on a lie around here. Nobody You does. have been caught. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Little stupid. Squirm and never hurt anybody. No, 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 no. And I've tried to explain that to, as thing one's gotten older, I, I fully understand that there's things she's doing that I don't want to know about. But I also told her, 
if you ever do anything that requires that I have to come get you out of some kind of horrible situation, then I'll know. So you can keep your secrets as long as I don't have to get involved. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But as soon as I do have to get involved. Look out. All butts are off. We're about to find out if I can ground a 19-year-old forever. I like how people in the chat room are surprised that you ran with the wild kids. I told you guys before that the reason why I liked Kim was because she was wild to me. It's not, though. That's the thing. I don't know how I could possibly be so insanely naive in the midst of all of it. It's kind of surprising, even to myself. And when I look back at it now, I was like, I I don't know. I really don't. You you really were the dumb kid in that mix up. I know, right in the mix of it, and that. Well, I remember when I found out the people you were hanging out with, and I was like, "That is that seems unlikely." I just <laughs> really saw the best parts of people. So the part where they were all like on the the leading edge of the drug business. Not you, you never I, noticed that. That part wasn't as important to me as the the very goodness of them. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but these were people who... I know, I know, it doesn't make any sense, but I always saw the best parts of them, and that's the part that I enjoyed being around, and that's the part that I always tried to encourage. But Okay, but you never, when you were at their house, and half of them were vibrating out of their chairs because they were so out of their minds on speed, you were not afraid of being killed. Because the Mm -mm. times I was at that house, I was afraid of dying. Every minute that I was there. No. I was because afraid. we would always play cards and we would laugh and laugh that, and laugh. Yes. And you know what? It, I always kind of had the thing. If he's sitting here playing cards with me, he's not out doing something else. You're right. But I'd been there at some times when they were playing cards. And that was when I was sure there was about to be guns and knives on the table and people being killed. Nah. Because what you saw as laughing, I saw as freaked out speedheads burning at the wick at both ends about to kill us all. Mm-mm. Let me see. I'm going to put this in perspective for people. I saw Fair and Loathing in Las Vegas. Kim saw Little House on the fucking Prairie. And that is not an exaggeration. It's terrifying to me. That's why I don't let you out of the house anymore. You, you just can't see. Well, I'm not that naive now. I know things about birth rape. Well, <laughs> come on. Now that I've got birth rape experience. Exactly. Not experience. Uh, but knowledge. Every time I hear words like birth rape, it's like, do we have to think of new ways to get raped? No, it's terrible. But what would you have done if somebody put their fist up inside you? Um, kicking. <laughs> kicking in the face. Yeah, I think it would have turned Make into a count. I think it would have be suddenly fight. extremely acrobatic. <laughs> <laughs> you jump off of them. Whoa. <laughs> I'd dislocate both of my arms spinning away from them, you know? I don't know, man. Getting a fist in somebody requires some work, I think. Yikes. Ugh, it's freaking me out. All right, you got any other stories? You don't. All right, if they want to call us, we're going to call us. And they can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. I'm afraid we've blown your witness protection cover. Maybe so. Email. show at gmail.com. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Don't forget, you can will be ready to come vote for some podcast.com. Leave us a review at iTunes. You know, whatever. Thanks to those of you in the chat room who bypassed Charlie Sheen for us. That's pretty complimentary. I don't, I don't know. I feel, I feel bad because I feel like I should have, everybody should have gone and got a little Tiger Blood radio. 
I'm sure it'll be replayed over and over. When that guy crashes, what do you think it's going to be like? He's going to leave a fucking crater. You know that, right? It's going to be like the Wicked Witch of the West on Wizard of Oz. Just yeah. be a puddle. You get a house dropped on him? I don't know, man. Melted little puddle. Like, a lot of these people, when they flame out, they just kind of quietly whimper off into the distance. He is not going to do that. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. One of his one of his porn stars left. Did I tell you that? Oh, uh, I know. The quiet one. Yeah, Brie Kind of new, man. She was looking for an open exit. Well, she's full of open exits. Brie Olsen was like, I got to... Shit got too crazy She's for me. She's the only smart one in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go try to find some kind of double penetration gangbang to film. Get a palate cleanser for the craziness I had to deal with in here. It's just weird to me. When when your shit is too intense for the average porn star, your shit's too intense. You need to, you need to reel it back in. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com. <laughs>